what the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. And happy, what is it, Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, this is the Bluegrass Betting Podcast with Bones and KB. You can find us on Twitter at BG Betting Pod. John, the 2012 All Star team finally gets a win tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be Mamba with the game winning three. Um, they cover yeah. too, the yeah. Lake Show. Yeah, they It's did. a cover. They're mm-hmm. like 1 and 27 against the spread, right? They're 3 and 0 uh, oh. in the last three games. That's all I'm going. <laughs> that's all the only way I'm looking at it. I got you. You know, it's only. Can't get much worse than how they started. So, well, I guess it could, but uh, we're getting into the time where we start talking about trade scenarios and mm. um, all that. Uh, Jeremy Grant has came up in discussions. Ben Simmons, obviously, in the discussion. I, to me, the Ben Simmons thing is just bizarre because I don't think in any world, I think Philly feels like they're an okay basketball team without Ben Simmons. I don't know why they would want Russell Westbrook to come in and kind of jack up the way that they play. Yeah, and you know that Russell, enough, but... and you know that Russell Westbrook is going to be a part of that deal. Would be a part of any Ben Simmons would deal. Would have to be, but so I, don't know. We'll I just to even make the money match. So I I don't see that being a realistic option, even though Ben Simmons is a member of the Clutch family, but uh. I uh, I don't see that happening. But regardless, uh, have a lot to jump into in this show. Most of you will probably be listening yes. between the days of Thursday and Sunday. So we're going to hop right into it. Yes, uh, I had a very depressing weekend. I had the worst, uh, worst betting, worst picking weekend of my young gambling career. Wish you're um, honest about it. Yes, uh, I was... <laughs> This is being generous. I was uh, I gave myself a four and ten record against the spread. You were seven and seven. Um, I don't think I was that good. I switched a bunch on that office pool that we do. I picked one game right. <laughs> uh, I, that's almost like a talent to do that. You have to be pretty like I don't you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, uh, I, I I've would. Been, uh... I've been fading the public, and it's worked out for me. And the public rate. This weekend, uh, favorites were like twelve and two. Uh, the all the overs hit. I mean, it was a favorites and overs weekend. It was just a public public Joe weekend. So I re- I really just try to approach the NFL with how I think things are gonna go. Um, See, that didn't work for me early, so I just started fading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it worked fine. There well, for you weeks, know, but, you're you're still yeah. young in your handicapping career. I've been doing this for a little bit, yeah. but uh, um. Jumping into today's news, which would be hump day, as we said, uh, got a lot of signing day uh, stuff that we're going to go over. Yeah, uh, I, I know not everyone's into signing day. Uh, football recruiting is like my, it's one of my pleasures in life. I follow it all year. Uh, giant, giant Kentucky football fan. I've waited on a day like this for so long. Uh, my Kentucky Wildcats have a historic day. We have the 11th best recruiting class in the entire country, according to 247 Sports. One five-star commitment, eight four-star commitments. 
Um, we keep Keontae Goodwin. He's the highest rated recruit like we've ever had. Uh, we flip uh, Deion Walker. Uh, he was he was it was Georgia, Michigan, and Kentucky. Two teams in the playoff and Kentucky and got picks Kentucky. We flip a Auburn commitment, Jacoby Albert. We lock up all of the others. Alex Safari, uh, cornerback out of Ohio, Cincinnati. And uh, Michigan both. We're both uh, trying to flip him. We lock him down. We lock in our in-state targets. Barry and Brown out of Tennessee, five-star wide receiver. I mean, I, I just can't get over it. I can't get over what we did today. I think I heard something today like Tennessee didn't get any of the top 15 players in the state. No, we got, uh, yeah, we got Barry and Brown. We got the Wade twins, Keaton and Destin Wade. Uh, two athletes. One, I mean, in in high school like that, you just put your best athletes at quarterback. <laughs> so I mean, one of the. I don't feel like uh, twins has been a good trend for Kentucky in the past. Uh, and basketball worked out pretty well. Well, yeah, uh, but, but it, yeah, in football, uh, I feel like we had a couple of kids that were Michigan State guy ended up going Michigan State or flipping to Michigan State. Oh or, yeah, I can't uh, remember who so that was. I don't remember yeah. that going very well. This is gonna work out. The way, so the way what did, are good. did this? What did this make us in the conference? Where are we fourth? Fourth. We have the fourth best class in the SEC, only behind the top three recruiting class in the whole country. Uh, Texas A&M sits at number one overall. Bama two overall. Georgia three overall. And then you have Kentucky at fourth best in the conference. I think Rivals has us at fifth. Uh, you know, there's it, it's kind of quite Im- there. But. Quite impressive. You think the NIL has a lot to do with this? Uh, I, yeah, NIL definitely has a lot to do with it. I think it's just what it's been building to. It's ground up, inside out, step by step, brick by brick. Mark Stoops, Vince Marrow, they just built a solid base. You, you lock in Brad White for another year. It's just the consistency. It's stacking good seasons, stacking bowl wins, stacking good recruiting classes, and kids notice that. And it pays off on a day like today. I'm beyond excited. I think we're we've solidified. We're we're the second best team in the East right now. I know. I know that uh, we're we're gonna need to um... skill wise. This is the best skill position that we'll ever have at Kentucky. We've never recruited the skill uh, position. It's harder to recruit skill players because there's a smaller pool of players that everyone's fighting for. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of teams can get good linebackers because I mean, you at the end of the day, you need just athletes at those positions a lot of times. But when you start getting into like skills, like hand skills, feet skills, there's just a smaller group, and you know they can play those positions. And we lock down some guys. I mean, game changers. So obviously, it's exciting. Th- this isn't like basketball. So uh, a lot of these guys might not see the field in year one. That you know, I imagine that they'll get all the reps that they need in practice. Some guys might see it, but um, you know, we're gonna be a lot of shoes to fill. There are ten seniors on this defense, so. Yeah, that's uh, that's what worries me the most about of, going into twenty twenty two. Well, a few of these guys will see the field for sure, but mm-hmm. yeah, football is definitely different. But yeah, I mean, you're talking twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. You're gonna see some really good Kentucky football teams. Got to keep so, it rolling. Got gotta, to, and yeah. I mean, I think it starts with a bowl win over Iowa, getting another ten win season. You go right into next year with tons of momentum for the next recruiting class. I mean, Which, you got you got a stat class. Shout out to Iowa for what they. Uh, what their coaching staff and what their fans have came forward and done for Kentucky after the weather. Yeah, everyone knows. Ohio tra- uh, basketball coach contributed. Mm-hmm. I think the whole country's kind of Yeah, he, he's from Nicholasville originally. Kentucky. Uh, um, so, I'd uh, like to see what uh, what Iowa did. I thought it was a classy move by Kirk Ferentz, head coach at Iowa. Um, so, I, I'm excited for that. Another a couple other signing day notes you have um, – Outside well, the, of Kentucky. Uh, 
uh, probably the biggest national news of the day. <laughs> the number one player in the class, uh, I think his name's Hunter. Uh, Travis? Travis uh, Hunter? That might be right. But yeah, he, uh, he flipped. Yeah, Travis Hunter. He flips from Florida State to Jackson State. Uh, highest rated recruit to ever go to an HBCU. Uh, commits to Deion Sanders. And How immediately about? after signs a $1.5 million NIL deal with Barstool Sports. How about... Amazing. How about... Fire De- back Norvell. How about Deion Sanders pulling the number one recruit in the country from his alma mater? Yes. Yes. What? They, what in the they, world? Uh, he wanted to coach there. Yeah. I mean, and they told him no. They didn't want him. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw a lot of people calling for Mike Norville's head. Who didn't do a bad job, all things considered, this year. But, you know, you have a chance to lock in the number one guy and you lose him to HBCU, which is pretty cool. I but. saw the another – they lost another high four-star kid today. I forget where, where he flipped, but he they lost a – there's a – Mike Norvell's seat is hot. So, uh, they'll, he'll ride in the next year. But, I mean, uh, Florida State fans not happy well, with the guy Florida, right now. Florida State might – be able to ride the ship next year. They might be Maybe. able to. Yeah, it might have been easier if they had Travis Hunter. Well, they might so. They might be able to. They might be back in the Deion Sanders sweepstakes is what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, going to be interesting there. I'll definitely try to tune in and watch that kid play. I imagine he'll see the field immediately. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I mean, that's signing day news. Not a ton of college football recap to do. Cause you did tell me earlier that but. USC finishes 12th out of 12. Yeah, the, I, that may have changed a little bit, but yeah, they're they're towards the bottom in the Pac-12. So Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley's going to have his work cut out. But at the same time, no one no one in the Pac-12 recruited very well. Besides Oregon, I mean, everyone is middle of the pack. He's going to start cleaning up over there. I mean, it'll take it'll take him time to screw up to fix the mess. But I'd say next year they'll probably have a, a ton of high school signees, and the, the transfer portal will be crazy for them because. Uh, there's gonna be a bunch of kids wanting to go play for for Riley, especially on the. There'd be a lot of California side. kids that went east uh, that want to come back home. Yeah, so I, I I could see them signing upwards of thirty or forty guys, portal and uh, high school combined next year to kind of fix fix what's going on. Very cool, very cool. So um, that'll take us into bowl games. Yeah, we are. There are forty three bowl games in total. I think we've picked out twenty three of them. Uh, we've kind of broken it up a little bit. Uh, most of I think the games, I told I think I told Kyle that he was a coward for not uh, wanting to go through all these. Dude, we're not picking some of these games. I mean, <laughs> I have no thoughts on Eastern Michigan versus Liberty or uh, Liberty's got one of the top quarterback prospects in the country. Tulsa versus Old Dominion in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. It's just the Myrtle like Beach Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've narrowed it down to 23. Um, we are not going to be on next week. Uh, scheduling issues and Christmas, obviously. Uh, but the two weeks from today is the 29th. So we're going to pick every game uh, through the 29th, uh, uh, up through the Alamo Bowl with Oregon and Oklahoma. Then the next uh, the next few days is actually all the New Year's Six Bowls and the playoffs. So we'll do that those games in a couple weeks, but I think we've got, uh, let me see, how many college games? Got a solid base here. Yeah, I think we've got nine college games to pick tonight. Uh, no more bye weeks in the NFL, 16 full games, uh, all leading up to the playoff. be every week 16 games in the NFL from here on out. Um, but I'm going to jump right it's gonna into hurt. it. It's going to hurt not picking NFL next week. Not getting a show out for NFL. Sorry, man. This is what it is. Christmas, baby. 
right. scheduling schedules. Um, I'm going right into it. Okay. Ready to go? Yep. College football bowl season. We've waited all year for it. I'm actually sad. I wish the regular season would just continue in perpetuity. But uh, we're starting with the Boca Raton Bowl, brought to you by RoofClaim.com. You ever heard of RoofClaim.com? I have not. I'd say it has something to do with roof claims, mm-hmm. probably. I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, I know that one radio station around here isn't allowed to name drop John Johnny Higgins on their on their uh, show. Why? Uh, Who's Johnny Higgins? That ref that screwed <laughs> Kentucky oh, yeah. against North Carolina. Okay. Uh, so um, I know he was a roofer, and a, the big deal with I that see. was whenever uh, Kentucky lost that game to North Carolina, yeah. uh, they they released they his. They released his business, his business information. Got a bunch of bad Yelp reviews or something. <laughs> so um, uh, that that's always what gets me thinking about uh, roofing. But but the uh, Boca Raton Bowl is uh, your Western Kentucky Hilltoppers versus Appalachian State. Western Kentucky eight and five on the year. App State ten and three. Uh, Appalachian State is laying three points. Started at two and a half. Uh, Lot of uh, a lot of bets on Appalachian State to start. I looked this morning; it was like 70, 80 percent of bets and money on Appalachian State. Uh, it's kind of flipped; a little sharp money on the on the Hilltoppers. Eighty-eight uh, percent of money, only forty-three percent of bets. Um, I kind of lean Toppers just because I'm biased, but uh, both high-scoring teams. Uh, Western averages forty, almost forty-two points a game. App State thirty-three points a game. Western can't guard anybody, <laughs> giving up 30. Appalachian State only giving up 20 points a game. Um, you have any any thoughts here? Western averaging 523 yards of offense a game. Man. Yeah. Um, so, Bailey Zapp, the quarterback for Western Kentucky, had a phenomenal year. Finished first in yards with 5,545 and finished first in touchdowns with 56. Um, Appalachian over. State – Lost two of their three games to the Billy Napier-led Louisiana oh, Lafayette yeah. Raging Cajuns. So, um, Over-under is 68 points. Yes, two pretty high-powered offenses. I watched a good portion of that Western game against um, Texas UTSA. Yeah. Um, and their, their defense is quite, quite suspect. Defensive, efficient, defensive efficiency yeah. stats all uh, leaning towards App State. Looking at some of the box scores of Appalachian State, uh, their defense doesn't fare much better. Um, if I'm going to go with anything here, um, you know, I feel like I've kind of just seen this story before. Uh, and, you know, I, while I think Western will be able to put up some points on the board, I just can't back that defense. Yeah. I think Appalachian State will be able to hold just enough. Um, I did see in that Western UTSA game that if you can force Zap to make a mistake, um, yeah. you know, they, they'll kind of hold their heads. They settled for field goals in that game. I don't feel like, you know, if you're playing high offense octane games – you can't settle for field goals. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I believe in, you know, letting it all ride, especially when your offense is that high-powered. Um, I'm going to go with Appalachian State here. I think they can cause a big turnover, and that'll be the difference in the um, game. I'll, I'll, roll with, uh, I'll roll with Western. Uh, just on Bowl games can get wacky, too. So, uh, it, we, we, we'll talk about some stats and statistics a little bit, but you can kind of throw a lot. Now, I won't say you can throw it completely out the window, but it seems in bowl games sometimes they just get kind of weird. Um, 
I'll roll. I'll roll Western in a in a shootout. So uh, to score score a few more points than App State does. Uh, moving on on December twenty eighth, the Birmingham Bowl. Houston Auburn. Auburn stays in the lovely state of Alabama for this one. Houston's good. Uh, Auburn laying three points. Um, the Obvious pick would be to take the SEC team, I think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Houston is no slouch. Interesting thing here, Bo Nix enters the transfer portal yes. for Auburn. Uh, just couldn't get behind that new coach there. Um, uh, you know, for someone that they talked up so much, uh, doesn't finish his career there. Top kind two of, uh, top two quarterbacks in the class in 2019, Spencer Rattler, Bo Nix. Both on the move. Radler yeah. ends at, lands at South Carolina. That was new news to us. Fraud. Uh, I can't imagine that Bo Nix uh, go lands at another SEC school. No, I, I mean, no, I don't think so either. I think um, I think both those quarterbacks at Florida are probably maybe not Emory Jones. I'd say Bo Nix is probably better. Uh, Emory than, Jones is transferring. Is he in yeah, the transfer I saw that, portal? Saw that so I think Florida will roll out a uh, Richardson next year, but no doubt. I think Bo Nix will probably end up at another school, maybe an ACC school. Um, Houston gave up 210 rushing yards in the game against Cincinnati. Um, that, that game got blown out of control very easily. And as you can remember the last time we saw Auburn, I think the uh, that Bryce Young guy let a 94-yard drive Man. in a minute and a half. Uh, to tie the game. The see the thing I worry about here, uh, you got you got to take into account in bowl games. Like if I'm going to the Birmingham Bowl and I'm in Houston's locker room, I expect like hype. You know what I'm saying? They're they're playing an SEC team. If you're in Auburn's locker room, you know what's the vibe? Like they're playing Houston. They're in the Birmingham Bowl. They got you. Have, you always wonder in these games, like do they want to be there? I think it's a matter so, of. So, uh, but you know, I think they ended their season on kind of a rough note. They they gave Alabama their best punch. Uh, you know, they had the letdown against Arkansas, and they lost a couple other games that were just really tough. Um, I, I'm going to lean here with the team that I think is tougher. Um, I think Auburn's definitely talent advantage. I mean, got to go with the Tigers, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, yep. Houston averaging 37 points a game almost. I know different, you know, different conferences. Um, I'm going to roll Houston plus the points. Okay. More to play for, more, more hungry. Um, after that one. Liberty Bowl, huge point spread here. Uh, Mississippi State is laying nine and a half points against Texas Tech. That seems like that just seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Mississippi State, Will Rogers, uh, Mike Leach, Will Rogers. I mean, there was a stretch there towards the end of the season where he was playing better than anybody. Yeah, I think Will Rogers should be the best player on the field in this game. Uh, interesting note here: this will be the first time Mike Leach plays his old school Texas Tech. Oh, true. I didn't uh, think since about he that. since he left uh, for Washington State, or I'm sorry, he was fired from Texas Tech. Yeah, old uh, uh, Graham Harrell. Yeah, uh, well, he was back in the day, but um, his his issues happened after that. He was insubordinate because they thought he struck a player. <laughs> oh so, yeah, yep. uh, Mike Lee's a weird guy, man. You yep. watch watch out for that guy. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, I think. Craig James, his son, and Craig, I think Craig James played in the NFL for a little bit, but um, there, there's actually a Craig James that has played for the Eagles here recently. Not, not the same guy, not related. Uh, two different skin colors there, but um, uh, Mike Leach, uh, in my opinion, will be up for this one. He probably feels like he was wrongfully fired from Texas Tech. He can pretend like he doesn't care. Uh, 
that this is, you know, a big deal. The thing about the nine and a half point spread, it seems like a lot, but Mike Leach will not give a damn to run up the score. Does not care and, at all. <laughs> yeah, and I could see it being like third quarter, being a seven point game all, all game, and then Mississippi State kind of pulling away. Because what I have seen, I know Mississippi State's pretty good, and I've seen Texas Tech play enough. No defense, same old, same old. You know, I could see Mississippi State, it, it could be like a six, seven point game most throughout, but Mississippi State wins by like 20. I agree. Um, uh, I'm going to roll with State. Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liberty Bowl is brought to you by AutoZone. Did you know that? I did not. AutoZone. Get in the zone. Um, after that, Holiday Bowl. UCLA, NC State, kind of an intriguing matchup. NC State uh, was in the, in the hunt for the ACC. Um, pretty good defense. UCLA, Chip Kelly started off the season hot. They beat LSU first game of the year. Um, I remember that game because I bet LSU. I'll always remember that game. <laughs> um, I think I bet UCLA. But yeah, NC State, uh, NC State uh, laying a point and a half. You know, close. To, I mean, that's a that's a damn near pick em line. I feel like I lean UCLA, but I, this is one of the tougher ones for me. Should be a home game for UCLA because it isn't. It is played in California. Uh, UCLA won three straight down the stretch. I think they racked up 446 total yards against Cal. Yeah. Um, North Carolina um, State was shaky against UNC. Uh, really felt like North Carolina should have won that game. Um, North Carolina State never lost consecutive games in this season. All year, really. So um, I think that's. I think that's uh, something to note here. North, I think North Carolina State's probably a more physical team. I tend to trust them a little bit more. Yeah. Um. I. You know. I don't see, other than ending the season on a high note, why UCLA has anything to play for here. So. Yeah, and you might take travel into consideration here. NC State going across the country. UCLA staying in Cali. But with those bowl games, they they get there like a week early. There's like there's like uh, events and things the teams do. Right. Um. I don't know. I. I got a little like uh, familiarity bias, I guess. I think I feel like I just watched a few little more UCLA than NC State. Seems like two pretty evenly matched teams to me. I'll roll the Bruins. Uh, yeah, I'll roll the Bruins. You okay. go NC State. Yep. NC State. All right. After that, the guaranteed rate bowl. I don't. Even, I don't have no idea what the guaranteed rate is. I'd say it's like a mortgage lending company, if I had to guess. Uh, <laughs> you're, pretty, you're familiar with that, right? <laughs> Guaranteed, yeah, a little bit. Uh, West Virginia, Minnesota, Minnesota laying four points. Uh, PJ Fleck had a strong end to the season. They took they beat Wisconsin last game. Yep, of the held year. Wisconsin yeah. out of the Big Ten championship um, game. West Virginia, man, uh, struggled this year. They've always been good at home. They played decent at home. I think they had a couple good good home wins. Uh, we kind of talked about this one before the show. I kind of agree with you. Uh, I like Neil Brown a lot. He did good things at Kentucky, but I, he struggled a little bit as a head coach. Uh, I like I like Minnesota. I like Minnesota here just because they um, they were gritty all year despite their injuries. I mean, to stand toe to toe with Wisconsin and you know shut them down. I know Wisconsin was pretty bad to start the year. Um, they battled injuries. So, I mean, you West know. Virginia giving up 26 points a game, Minnesota only 18. Uh, Minnesota's, I mean, West Virginia's got some defensive issues. I think they're just tough. Yeah. I think I, tough. And PJ Fleck kind of reflects that. Yep. Um, for sure. Yep. Uh, turnover margin, uh, West Virginia's on, almost minus one. 
things get wacky in bowl games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll roll the, the Gophers on this one. Uh, after this one is fun, the... Fun fact here. My, my grandfather mm-hmm. ran track at the University of Minnesota. Wow. Hadn't told you all yet. Legend. Yet. Yeah. I never met him. Uh, he died when my dad was a teenager, so... Gopher legend yep. of the track field. Yep. Track and field. Uh, after this one, the Fenway Bowl... Um, played on Wednesday, December 29th. This this game's played in Fenway Park. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. I, I knew that we had the Pinstripe Bowl coming yeah. up, but um, um, this game's a pick'em. Uh, this is a Southern Methodist SMU versus Virginia. Um, is uh, what's the Virginia quarterback's name? Brennan Armstrong. Armstrong. Is he playing? Is he gonna? Yeah, he's um, he's playing. He's gonna be staying at Virginia for another year. SMU. Under... Uh, SMU had a good season. Yeah. Uh, Armstrong stays at Virginia for another year under Clemson offense coordinator that came over uh, to be the head coach. His name is Tony Elliott. <laughs> Defense is giving up th- SMU giving up thirty points a game. You've, uh, Virginia giving up thirty four points a game. Yeah, I expect it to be very high scoring. Woo. I'm gonna go with the with the team I think has a better quarterback. Uh, yeah, probably the best player on the field. Brendan Armstrong should. Virginia uh, averaging Virginia over, uh, over 500 yards of offense per game, 511 yeah, yards. That, kid, that kid's good, man. I, I see him being a top prospect in 2022. Um, it, it, bowl season does bring us this too. It's uh, you get a little bit of this power five versus kind of you know high high mid major. Uh, you kind of see how the talent stacks up. I have a hard time not going with the with the power five in this one, uh, especially where it's a pick 'em. So I mean, you're you know money line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the Cavaliers here. Mm-hmm. After this one is the Pinstripe Bowl. You mentioned I didn't know that is the Pinstripe Bowl played in Yankee Stadium. Okay, um, okay, Pinstripe Bowl played in Yankee Stadium. We got the Maryland Terrapins versus the Virginia Tech Hokies. Kentucky uh, got a transfer today, Tavion Austin from um, Virginia Tech. So I'll instant, I'll instant slot. I'll take my take on this game is I I saw inconsistency from both of these teams all year. Definitely, Maryland went four and eight against the spread. I feel like I was a big part of that eight because um, <laughs> I I backed Maryland a lot. Yeah, Talia Tagaviola. I watched them play early one game as a Friday night game against Iowa. Yeah, and they and got uh, slaughtered. Yeah, and yeah, since then they were. I liked on, Iowa there actually. I, I think I bet Iowa that night. Blacklist. Um. So. <laughs> the defense coordinator from Penn State, Brent Pry, takes over for Virginia Tech next year. Um, I can't, I can't do this to myself with Maryland one more time. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Virginia Tech. They've just been um, consistently the better football program over time. So yeah, like Virginia, you know. yeah, I think so. Um, I, I like Virginia Tech too. Uh, looking statistically, it's pretty even. Uh, Maryland scores more, a lot more. Uh, almost well. Maryland scores eleven more points a game, uh, but uh, yeah, it's just maybe it's just a kind of uh, kind of a logo logo pick more than anything. Um, I'll, I'll roll with the Hokies here. Uh, after this one, Cheez It Bowl. Who do you think it's, this is brought by? The Cheez It Bowl brought to you by Cheez Its. You got it. <laughs> we got Cheez-It. Clemson. Clemson. That was Sweeney talking a lot of shit about the NIL, dude. He needs to calm down. He needs to just accept. If he doesn't accept what's going on, he's they're going to get dusted. It's moving fast. You know, I, I could see Clemson falling back down to kind of how they were in the mid-2000s, like yeah. whenever we beat them in the Music City Bowl. Uh, yeah, because recruiting-wise, they, they there for a couple years it was just Bama, Clemson, Bama, Clemson, and Clemson's not – they're not up there. This really? Year. Uh, 
I don't know, but based on the last thing I saw, um, uh, when I looked today, they're not uh, they're not up there with the big boys. Um, Clemson all the way down, seventeenth ranked recruiting class. Okay. The Kentucky Wildcats have a better recruiting class than the Clemson Tigers. Missouri has a better recruiting class. Tennessee, Stanford has a better recruiting Missouri class. Missouri had a top class like that? Missouri's 12th. Wow. Yep. Um, North Carolina, 8th. Matt Brown getting it done there. Matt Brown getting it done. Uh, yeah, Iowa State's pretty good. Uh, they're only laying a point and a half here. Um, Clemson, I mean, yeah, I speak- know. They had a t- uh, they were because they were preseason, what, like third? Uh Coming off, I mean, they had a couple title runs in a row. Well, they were ahead of, they were ranked, they were second because they were ranked higher than Georgia whenever they played. Uh, I thought Georgia starting the year was fifth. I thought it was the number three, yeah, or two, uh, and, something like that. And Clemson was second, I believe. Okay, um, it might have been third. But um, speaking of recruiting, Matt Campbell sends off. I think it's Matt Campbell sends off a hell of a senior class. Brock Purdy, Brees Hall. Um, yeah, those guys are. Uh, those guys really they have a lot to play for here. Yeah, they they showed out. Um, I like what they did with this class. Uh, they they've enjoyed quite some success over the uh, last four years. Brees Hall torched TCU with 18 carries for 242 yards and three touchdowns. Um, we know what we're getting with this Clemson offense. It's been bad, 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 bad all I could, year. I could see Iowa State coming out here with a ton of energy, man. I could, too. Uh, I think it's a game that they're definitely going to be pumped up to win, try and go get one last game Clemson for the only class. averaged uh, 24 points a game this year. Only gave up 16. Uh, that defense was is, was next level, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think Iowa State's going to come out juiced. Um, I think they'll play a tight game, and Clemson might get the dub, but I think Iowa State can – Iowa State's favorite. Yeah, right. this uh, kind of first time going through the games. I think this might be one of my favorite. Yeah, picks I, I think I'm gonna switch with Iowa State here. Um, I wonder where I kind of I wrote it down as Clemson, but I'll go with Iowa State. Um, see, and money, a lot of bets on Clemson. Just that name. Mm-hmm. I love Iowa State here. I mean, it's it's only a point and a half. Uh, yeah, give me the give me the Cyclones. Um, and uh, last game we will pick here. This is tw- uh, December 29th, nine fifteen. Um, this is a logo game. Oregon and Oklahoma. Oregon, not a great end to the season. Lose to Utah twice in blowout fashion. Uh, Oklahoma, they I guess they, they lost tough one to Oklahoma State. And then was that the last game for them of the year? Yes. Was was Bedlam? Mm-hmm. Um, Spencer Rather's out. Not really of consequence now because Caleb Williams took over the job. Uh, but the bigger deal is their coach is out. So how do they, they're laying points. Both uh, coaches out. Yeah, both coaches out. Crystal ball uh, to Miami. Um, Oklahoma laying four and a half. That's man, but Oregon sucks. They, I mean, I yeah, this is probably a stay away game for me because I, I think you you're know. being, I think you're being frank with that. Um, they're they're not very good. They, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they were good. Don't get me wrong, but it seemed like any time that there was any kind of energy around a game or it was a big game for them. They didn't show up. Um, yeah. You know, they, they lost on a name game alone to Stanford, I think, who was one of the worst teams in the country. Yeah. Especially one of the worst teams in the Power Five, for sure. Um, I feel a lot better if the line was, like, closer to three, but at the same time, not really. I, I mean, uh, who's Oklahoma hired? Venables? Ven- but they don't uh, – the new hire usually doesn't coach the bowl game like that. It usually doesn't – they usually put it in. Or no, yeah, Bob yeah. Stoops is running things. That's for right. Okay. Bob Stoops is coaching the game? Yep. 
Oh, Oklahoma all day, dude. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I tend to like Oklahoma here. One thing that's going to be kind of interesting to to me in the next few weeks is if we see Caleb Williams maybe transfer out maybe to a school out west. You think? I, I've heard whispers. Yeah. It'd be a big deal. Big, big splash. It would be. They've already got that Malachi Nelson guy committed for the next year. I, guess I, don't, that would, that I think he's class out. of 23. So Oh, is it a couple years? That would yeah, work out pretty so, good. So Caleb would be a sophomore next year. Yeah. And then, you know, you'd have him at least one more year. And okay. then I would think he would be NFL bound. And then Malachi would take over. Shoot, dude. Give me the Hall of Famer. Give me Bob Stoops. Yeah, I like Stoops day. here. Uh, I think Oklahoma, just a better team. Um, I think they'll be able to move the ball pretty at will. Like, I, I mean, Utah, they really just did it with their defense, kind of. I mean, they, they suffocated Oregon. They, they scored – so Oregon scored 17 points combined in the games and gave up 76. Yeah. They were outscored 76 to 17. You, Utah, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say their defense is a lot better than Oklahoma's. but Yeah, probably. Um, but, I mean, for Utah to go out and score 38 points in both games, I think is a big deal. Oklahoma's got a high-powered offense. Um it did kind of slack at times this year, but I I just think the last time we saw Caleb Williams on a football field, he was quite sharp. Um, Stoops I, can coach up one game. Yeah, you know I saying? think we see it again. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe this is the last game we ever see Bob Stoops coach. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, so we're both on the Sooners there. That's actually the last one we're picking tonight, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to all these. Looking forward to the next show that we do to go through the rest of these. Um, exciting bowl game season. I, I like a lot of these games. The New Year uh, Six is really fun. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be I'll probably be locked into a lot of these. Probably be laying a lot of action on a lot of these. So. A lot of action. Um, yep. But yeah, after this, headed to a jam-packed NFL slate. Week 15, 14, 15? 15. Week 15, NFL. Pretty crazy week last week. Bad beats everywhere. Uh, we're going to recap it now. Uh, Barkey game, starting with a Thursday night game last week. The Steelers lost to the Vikings 28-36, to down 23 nothing at halftime. Is that right? Yep. I believe. Got to 29 to nothing. Yes. Uh, stormed all the way back. Uh, had a chance to come up and tie it. Chase Claypool let everyone know that he had a first down. Oh, and dick. The Steelers uh, lose the game. What a dick. Uh, after that one, uh, one o'clock slate, the Chiefs murdered the Raiders. Murdered again, them. again, uh, forty-eight to nine. Um, the Chiefs—they've obviously played better, but they, the only games they've looked really good in recently is against the Raiders. So right. we'll see. Uh, uh, I, I don't think it's like fluky or anything, but you know, we'll kind of kind of wait and see a little bit on that. Uh, Browns uh, got backdoored crazy by the Ravens, 24-22. They did get the win, big divisional win for the Browns. Uh, Lamar Jackson out, not 100% sure if he'll play again uh, this week. Um, big NFC East game. Uh, Cowboys beat 
the uh, Washington football team 27-20. to 20. I thought the uh, football team was about to backdoor cover there. I know they, they should have. Yeah, and they yes, missed the extra spread point. Spread was 6.5. Yeah, they missed the extra point, lose by 7. Bad beat, man. Yeah, another, another uh, well, yeah, they missed the extra point, but they were down 24 to nothing at halftime, yeah. so another, you know, crazy comeback there. Um, uh, that one, that one hurt. Uh, I mean, from a fan standpoint, non-betting standpoint, it's what the Eagles needed, but. Needed the, uh, they needed the Cowboys to win? Yeah. Did they? Okay. Um, 49ers beat my Bengals. Bengals, once again, get down, not as bad as they did last week against the Chargers, but. Uh, we're down 14 points in the fourth quarter. Comes storming back, force overtime, dropped a pick six, lose by three to the 49ers. If you bet this one on either side, it was a high Stressful range of game. emotions. Yeah, uh, yeah you would have, me on my side, I felt like San Francisco was in the clear pretty much yeah. up until the very end. And then Jamar Chase got loose. Got loose, man. He's good. Yep. Um, after that, bad beat. Bad beat. The Bucks probably the right side. The Bucks were the right side to bet. They're up the whole game. You normally get your pandemonium. Normally get your pandemonium uh, at the end of the one o'clock games. Yeah. For red zone. Mm-hmm. And this week it was both of those games going on at the same time. Yeah. I'm sure you were watching the Bengals uh, game. So Bucks uh, edged the Bills in overtime, 33-27. The line was three and a half. I had questionable, the three and a half. questionable non-pass interference call on that game that would have sent the Bills to the one yard line. Yep. And uh, they would have had a chance to go in. Yeah, they came um, storming back. It was nice to see a little bit of life in the Bills. It's like they've been dead for three weeks. I, you know um, that game. Um, I'm going to compare it. Kind of woke them up a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I, they have a light schedule to end the year. Um, they'll get it. They'll get their shot at New England again. Who I think they would have beat. Dude, I the think, um, Bucks have done this to me twice. I had the Colts against them plus three and a half a couple weeks ago. I had the Bills against them three and a half. Both games go to overtime. Looks like the Bucks are going to kick a field goal. I would cover both games, and they score a touchdown. Win by six. So I'm going to refer. I'm going to Brady. I'm going to refer to something with Brady here. Um, so the Chiefs the and the the Chiefs and the Bucks played in the regular season last year. Mm-hmm. It was a you know everybody expected it to be this great game. Tyree Kill had like 200 yards in the first half, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs stepped on their necks. And Tampa made it close in the end. I don't think that Tampa ended up covering. But that's kind of what this game reminded me of. Um, you know, Tampa jumped out hot. So, I, you know, wouldn't surprise me if we saw this down the road. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe in February sometime. I think well, the Bills woke up. I'm sorry, Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, the Bills did wake up, it seemed. I yeah. hope. Because, they, like I said, it's like they've been lifeless for, I mean, God knows. Like, they just, it's like every good team they play, they just get destroyed. And they only beat bad teams. Even lose to a bad team. Lose to the Jags. Um, glad to see the Bills have some signs of life. But the Bucks, I mean, probably the best team in the NFL. Them and the Packers right now. I mean, I would say. I would say so. Uh, next, prob- uh, I'd say definitely the most entertaining game of the weekend. Maybe the most entertaining Sunday night game we've had all year. Packers beat the Bears 45-30. to um, Crazy, crazy game. Punt return. Uh, I think the over hit in the first half. Uh Tons of points, and then I don't think the Bears scored in the second half, or that maybe they did. Like a, they they were scoring late, but they're like the third quarter they were shut out. Packers flex their muscle a little bit. Aaron Rodgers, uh, man, he's a savage. Yeah, they cover this one. I I thought it would get a little uglier than it than it did. Obviously, it was close. It wasn't really even ugly, but um, I took it at fifteen and a half. 
just to see if I could get some value. Took an alt line. And um, they just the came. Yeah. Well, Chicago, why did why kick the field goal at the end? Matt Nagy, dude. Yeah. Uh, he knew that you had the 15 and a half alt line. Yeah. And he uh, spite you. Candidate for slap dick of the week, maybe. It's slap dick of the year if it wasn't for Urban Meyer. But so that so that one hurt. Um, yeah, and you then, know, uh, Rogers continues to own them savage, as he says. Dude, so. dude, he's a savage. I love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields, uh, he didn't throw it particularly well, but he made grown. up for it on the ground. He's grown. Yeah, I mean, I think to this point, I think you have to say that. Maybe the best rookie quarterback. Definitely better than Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> no and doubt. better than Zach Wilson. So. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, Monday night game, um, a lot of people on the Cardinals. Rams had some uh, COVID issues going on, but uh, Rams had to, they needed the game bad. They had already lost to the Cardinals. Had to had to win. They went by a touchdown, thirty to twenty three, and really had control. It was it was three to nothing. Cardinals on the goal line. And then they throw a pick, and from that point on, Rams pretty much controlled the game. Yeah, I was on the Rams. I felt pretty good about them going into this game. I think um, I think Arizona's been a little fraudulent. I know they blow out the um, – D-hop out now. Yeah, I knew they yep. blew out the Rams the first time, but I haven't been particularly impressed, especially after that Green Bay game. I know that they won some games without Kyler Murray. Uh, I, I just don't know if they're ready to take that next step. And I think Cliff Kingsbury holds, holds this team back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that is our recap. Yeah. And we have a full slate for week 15. 16 games. A Let's full go. slate going the rest of the way here, actually. Yep. So uh, bye weeks are over. Oh, it is week 15. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think I said 14 like three times this show. I, I think you did too. I love it. That's okay. Uh, you want to you want time to stick. You want to redo week fourteen. That's, I, what, that's what it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> sticking. <laughs> I'm still impressed. <laughs> so we get it started. Not quite tonight. Uh, we're about thirty minutes from it being tonight. Uh, at the time this is being recorded, we have the Chiefs traveling game. to Los Angeles. Uh, on another Thursday night game for a home uh, game against yep. the Chargers. Yep, I think you got two pretty good teams here. Two great um, quarterbacks. I'd feel a little bit better about the Chargers if the game was at Arrowhead, honestly, but they've already played there this year. Uh, Chargers won that game outright, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, Chiefs, Chargers. I think the Chiefs are in the conversation for uh, the one seed. I think both teams are still in the conversation for this division. Yeah, they did beat the Chiefs all the way back on uh, – September 26th. Yeah, God. week two. Week two, I believe. Maybe three, week three, yeah. yeah. So, uh... Oh, wait, that's, uh... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, the Chargers, what's what's their record? They're seven and... Eight and five. Eight and five. Yep. And the Chiefs have nine four, four losses, yep. so... Nine uh, Chargers could really put themselves in position for the division here with a sweep of the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, you know, Mahomes... Looked excellent against the Raiders. He looks like he's coming coming into full form. But we've seen that twice against the Raiders. Haven't seen it against anyone else. Um, Both played pretty stress-free game Sunday. Chargers blew out the Giants. I mean, they had a little drama late. Not not drama, but it was cover drama, not game drama. Chargers. Um, spread drama. Not Chargers drama. battled some COVID issues Sunday with uh, their receiving room. Yeah. Not sure. Keenan Allen's back. Yeah, I think those guys will be back. They'll yep. be ready to go. 
Um, I think we got an exciting game here. I'm going to lean the Chiefs outright. I I kind of tend to think they these two teams played a game on Thursday night a couple of years ago and the Chargers beat them outright a game-winning touchdown. I think they went for two in over okay. or I love that I'm getting the full field goal. It started at two and a half. Yeah, they they won on a two-point conversion. Um, I'm going to lean – I think this game pushes, honestly. Three? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to call push. I I like the Chiefs by three. Chiefs by three? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to – I like the Chargers. Uh, Can I pick a push? Uh, I mean, maybe I'm like a sports book for this – for this – for these. So, I I have to pick someone here. Yeah, pick a team, pussy. <laughs> I'm going Chargers plus the three. Uh, I'll go Chiefs. I, I think they're just playing too good right now. Chargers are inconsistent. They play good against the Raiders. They play good against uh, the Chargers. <laughs> play good against the Chiefs. Yeah. So, uh, I'm. I'm just. I gotta see it one more time from the Chargers before I can believe it. Sure. So I'll go with the Chiefs. Uh, Raiders at Browns. We didn't really address this at the beginning, but. I'm gonna go, go through game, game by game. Yeah, I'm gonna go through this real quick. The Cleveland Browns have added the following players to the COVID list: Baker Mayfield, Troy Hill, starting safety John Johnson, defensive tackle Malik McDowell, defensive end Ifiati Adenigbo. Wow, good job. <laughs> tight end Austin Hooper, wide receiver Jarvis Landry, defensive end Takaris McKinley, guard Wyatt Teller. Tackle Jedrick Wills, Lexington, Kentucky, stand up. Yep. Punter Jamie Gillen, linebacker Anthony Walker, tight end David Njoku, and tight end Steven Carlson. So okay. I imagine they're down their entire tight end room, probably calling someone up from the practice squad. Case Keenum will get the start at quarterback, assuming uh, Baker does not clear his tests. Um, I'm not sure if he's vaccinated or not. Yeah, I but, just. Um, Dude, here's my thing. Uh, December 12th, the line comes out. Cleveland minus six and a half. We're now at Las Vegas minus one and a half. That is a f- eight-point swing. I mean, we saw something like this earlier in the year where Baker had to miss a game, and they, they went from home favorites to home dogs against Denver and Browns, Cleveland. Dude. I think Cleveland got back. I don't. Cleveland covered that game. I remember they I was won. on Cleveland. Yeah, they won. Didn't they cover? They won. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yo, I thought you were saying they were dogs. Yes, they covered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they ended yeah. up being dogs. They won outright. So yeah, they covered. Yeah. But you know, they're. The, I love the Browns. They were they were down Baker Mayfield. I love the Browns. They they weren't down their entire team. Browns. Okay. Eight points. All right. Um, That's a lot. Yeah, eight, eight points is a lot. I, I can see the Raiders coming out here. They're they're just that dud team. If it were anybody else, you know, I I could maybe back the Browns. This game's Saturday at four thirty. Yeah, getting some Saturday games this time of year. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that. Um, I'm looking word. forward to I that. Love that. <laughs> I, Give me the Browns. Yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm past that point in my life where I have to work on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I I put in plenty of Saturdays. So, um, I'll go with the Browns for now. I guess. Um, you know, even though it it's just due to a lack of trust in the Raiders. And for the, me. the lines moved eight points. That's insane. 
That's so many points, dude. Reverse line movement. If if at time any time the the original if it if it goes past zero at any point, you bet the original favorite. That's a, I mean the Browns the Browns time. are sending their fourth game preseason squad out there this good. point. Good, awesome, love it. Okay, love them. <laughs> They're gonna win. All right, they're gonna win. Take the money line in. <laughs> I've got my heat. All right, I might. He, he's locking it up. I think he's locking it that's up. That's my. Right that's there. gonna be my lock. Okay, yeah. love it. All right. Uh, nightcap. Excellent game here. Patriots going yeah. to Indianapolis. Colts two and a half point favorites on the road. We're big Colts guys here. We like the Colts. As like just not, I mean, not are you, fans. Are it. you speaking for me now? We've had great things to say about the Colts for. A few uh, weeks now. I like the Colts football yeah. team. I think they're a good football team. Uh, favorite at home against probably the hottest team in the NFL. Uh, Patriots. Belichick off a of bye. Yep, Belichick off of a bye week. Um, last seen against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. Mac Jones threw the ball three times. Just find ways to win. I've said I've said it for a few weeks now. Team reminds me of the 01 Patriots not asking their quarterback to do too much, just like they didn't ask Tom Brady to do too much when he replaced one Drew Bledsoe back mm-hmm. all the way back then. You know, man, what a good that, game. And now they're dogs. And now they're dogs. Yeah, they were dogs against Buffalo too. Yeah, <laughs> line started at five. You know, I think I think that. Um, I think that B- Bill is probably borrowing oh, wait, the, his buddy's his buddy Nick Saban's, uh, you know, talk here the rat poison. Yeah, know. the Patriots are playing good football. Yeah, I, I just they're I can't take them. I, I don't think they're a dog right now. I, I think that they should be favored in this game by at least one. Yeah, um, I, I like the Patriots it. outright. I you know I. I see Bill Belichick making this game very hard on Jonathan Taylor and on Carson Wentz. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Pats. Colts, Colts okay. at home. Uh, man, if it was three, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't love it, obviously. Uh, but it's just two and a half. Um, I will say it did start Colts two. Uh, Colts two and a half. Now it's. Uh, I'm sorry, it started Pats two and a half. Now it's Colts two and a half. So, little. So little, some money swinging to the Colts. Reverse here. line movement. Yeah. Interesting. Across the way. I'll fade, I'll fade, fade, fade. The fade me game. right now, dude. Fade me. Well, I know. Fade me hard. <laughs> All right. Uh, to Philadelphia, city of brotherly love, the depleted Washington football team will bring their preseason game four defense uh, to Philadelphia, who's coming off of a bye. Um, seven points here now, which is quite a few for this Eagles team. They're getting a lot of love here recently. That's where that's where this game kind of gets icky for me. I don't know if the Eagles should be favored by seven. Dude, their t- their entire defense is out. Is Taylor Heineke playing? So give me the, give me the team. The Eagles defense has been strong. Taylor Heineke for the boys. The Eagles defense has been strong for a month. They were a little shaky against the Jets seven, in the first half, but seven still only gave up eighteen points. The uh, of this has this game already happened? Is this the first of two? This is the first of okay. two. Um, I you know I I told the group um, earlier this week the Eagles can split with Washington and win the the other two. Got to be the Cowboys, right? Would have yeah, which scenario, but I I don't think that da- I don't think Dallas is going to have anything to play for at that point. Because I, I think yeah. uh, I think Tampa and Green Bay or Arizona, yeah. a combination of those three, will have 
the one and two seeds locked up, even though the two seed isn't as valuable as it once was. Hey, man, but if the Cowboys come out and start Cooper Rush, I mean, Cooper Rush isn't bad. He beat the Vikings. Uh, um, no. What, man? So, I, I get it, but... <laughs> I lost uh, the game. You know, there, I'm reading that there's a chance we could see Minshew again this week. Because Jalen, you, know, you know I love that. Jalen Hurts has a high ankle sprain. Uh, that's a diagnosis now, which can take anywhere from three to four weeks to recover. Um, we're looking at a week and a half on recovery. So uh, if that's more severe than we thought, then we could see Gardner Minshew. I don't think it'll really matter for the Eagles. Um, if against Minshew a, starts, give me the Eagles. If Hurts starts, give me the team. That's how I feel. I, I'm... I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. But Dude, Minshew's awesome. I love him. He played an okay game. He kind of has a noodle arm. A noodle arm? Yeah. What's a noodle arm? He just, he was under-throwing balls. Like, he probably would have threw five touchdowns if he wasn't yeah. under-throwing balls. Yeah, but played in a while, man. Let him shake the rust off. <laughs> I'm glad he led my team to a win. Yeah. Um, you know, albeit against the Jets, uh, I, I think you have to play Jalen. He's the quarterback if he's healthy. Um, I don't think it matters. I, I think the Eagles are going to be able to run all over uh, this depleted defense. Um, I think they get this one. They might lose the next one to Washington, but um, I, I have a lot of faith in the Eagles winning the rest of their games uh, after that next Washington game. I'll take the Eagles here. Uh, Washington's not bringing enough to the table defensively. Give me the fighting Ron Rivera's Washington plus the seven. Panthers, Bills. Uh, Bills have a get-right moment against a flailing Panthers team. Cam Newton has not been strong. They uh, were very poor again last week. Um, Josh Allen a little banged up. Yeah, Chuba Chuba Hubbard uh, running the ball okay for Carolina. Uh, Bills gave up pretty. They gave up long touchdowns to Damian Harris, and they gave up a long touchdown to Fournette on Sunday. Uh, so we'll see if Chuba Hubbard can break one on them. Um, of course, no McCaffrey. I'm not sure what what the deal at quarterback is. I know that Cam Newton got benched for a little bit in that game, but then he came back in. Yeah, I, I saw they reactivated uh, Darnold. He's reactivated. I think. Okay. I think uh, I'm pretty sure I saw that. Uh, if he can play, I think you have to play Darnold. Yeah. Uh, I, my, I don't know how anyone could bet the Panthers right now. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Uh, they've been very poor. I, I'm starting to wonder if Matt Rule even survives. Uh, but they – I feel like you have to ride him another year. I think he's a decent coach. Uh, he'd land on his feet, surely enough, even if he had to sit out a year. Um, I got, I'll, I'll I go with the Bills, the Bills here. Bills. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like them. Too. It's a big number, but – uh, I think they can cover this. Jets at Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins winners of four in a row. Playing well. Uh, Jets have been poor. Um, last week was a game that we thought that they could, uh, you know, come in and be competitive against a team, a shorthanded Saints team. And Saints got Kamara back, and he had his way. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins get the week off. Thought it was very interesting. The Eagles, the Dolphins, and the Colts, who the Eagles own all three of those first round picks, all had a bye week in oh, week yeah. fourteen. Interesting how that worked out. Not of any kind of substance or importance really, but uh Dolphins still kinda in the hunt for this wild card. 
Um, especially with the Bills, you know, they're only seven and six. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I tend to like the Dolphins to put it on them here. I, I like the way Tua's playing right now, man. Like, to have all the baggage that he did with the offseason and the Deshaun Watson rumors and then it carrying over into the season, he's responded very well. Yeah. Um, you know, for they're, an they're, organ- I mean, they're one of the hotter teams right now. I mean, yeah. ever since that Thursday night game uh, where they took it to the Ravens, they've, I mean. Yep, they haven't lost since then, so, yeah. uh, since before then. So, I, I like the Dolphins here. Jets are terrible. Zach Wilson hasn't been very strong. I know that he's not working with a full deck there. Their coach he, is a goober. I like Salah. He's a goofy goober. Why? He just looks like a goober. <laughs> Sometimes you can just look at a guy and tell that he's a goober. Uh, that, guy's a, that guy's a goober. Guy led the Super Bowl San Francisco defense. Goober. Okay. Dolphins. Uh, I need more proof than just. I don't think there's a. I bet this early as uh, uh, when the Dolphins were minus. I'm not I'm, uh, minus eight. I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna call the head coach of the Jets a goober because he coaches the Jets. Like the I'm Jets. Saying, the when Jets I look are. Him in the eyes. I see the Jets goober. are goobers. But I, when I when you look at his face, you're just like, okay, it's a goober. Okay. You just see it. He looks, you know, it's goober. He's not Urban Meyer bad, but he's, you know. Well, we'll get to him. I don't see a ton of value at uh, 10 points, but I do like the Dolphins where I bet them at the 8. Okay. So, 10 to 6. But I, uh, for pick circuit, for pick purposes, I'll take the Dolphins. Division game. Um, so, maybe the Jets look at that and see that they could maybe do that a little, keep that a little bit closer, but yeah. I doubt it. Um, Cowboys traveling to the Meadowlands to play the Giants. Um... Giants are colossal letdown. They should get Daniel Jones. Well, no, I, I read that Daniel Jones was unlikely to play in this game. Uh, don't think it matters. Mike Glennon played okay last week. He had 19 fantasy points, which yeah. I had to start him because uh, uh, in our league, uh, two-quarterback league and options are just kind of limited. Um, the Giants, I can't. I just can't trust them right now. I, I bet them last week, which every bet I had last week went bad, but they uh, – it, they like had like a weird chance to backdoor cover, but that game got so out of hand early. The Chargers got up on them fast. Um, I, I've got to go Cowboys. Yeah, Giants battling some COVID issues. Uh, Xavier McKinney's out. Aaron Robinson, Cam Brown, O'Shane Zemines, John Ross, Kadarius Tony, and Wes Martin all out. Uh, not sure about some of those guys. I know Xavier McKinney played at Alabama, and John Ross is a bust. Yeah. And Kadarius Tony was their first-round pick. Um, so, you know, I I think the Cowboys roll in this game. They're just – they're the best team in this division right now. Um, Dak, been unimpressive the last five weeks. He's only thrown for over 250 yards Yeah, once. ever since he came off that injury, he doesn't – quite seem like himself might be a chance to get right um i I can't see the giants staying in this one i think the cowboys roll here boys steelers titans uh compelling game here steelers did come back and storm uh came storming back against the vikings uh titans last week uh shut out the jaguars 20 to nothing um mike vrabel mike vrabel was stiffed Handshake. That was an all-American stiff, handshake there after the yeah, game, wasn't it? Stiff the handshake. I didn't from realize that uh, Rabel was on Meyer's staff at one point. Yeah, at Ohio State. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, 
I liked what the Titans are doing. They, you know, last week was a game where I think some people thought that the Jags could backdoor that or, you know, try and cover. Yeah. Uh, but didn't happen. Titans were all over it. Uh, word on the street is that Derrick Henry is looking good and prime for a return if the Titans can make it to playoff football. Really? Which they should. Uh, they're leading this division. They should win the division. Um, you know, they got Julio Jones back. Nas Westbrook Aquina is solid for them. A.J. Brown's still out. Um, I want to see this team playing with a full deck in January. Yeah. Um, I can, I tend to go the Steelers here. Uh, it's a good spot for Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I think the Titans are slightly better, but they might just uh, I love the might off the just loss. be one of those weeks. Yeah. yeah. Steelers, Tomlin has a little bit of extra time to prepare. Yeah. Um, off a loss, yeah. getting points at home. It is Steelers still not out of it in the wild card. So. Oh, they're always there. I've, yep. I've, yeah, I've lived, I've lived that life. As, uh, as I've told, as I've said on there. shows in the past, they do not have losing seasons. Nope. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Steelers here. Might take it outright. Outright. Texans, Jags. <laughs> um, toilet Bowl brought to you by. Charmin. Charmin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, toilet Bowl. <laughs> I mean, are these the two worst teams in the league? Maybe the Jets, but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I, I think you can make the case that they are. Um, Urban Myers had himself a week. The only reason this isn't my lock is I can't lock the Texans, but in what world should the Jacksonville Jaguars be laying three and a half points on any team? They couldn't lay three and a half points on Madison Central. I don't understand what the thought is here. It almost seems too good to be true. It seems like it, like it's trappy almost. Like, where are we at that the Jags are laying that many points? Yeah, um, Houston. Insane. Houston was somewhat competitive for against Seattle last week for a little bit. They're better. Yeah, they're they're okay. But they're um, better than the Jags. Is this the first or second meeting between these two? I'm not sure. Uh, I have to look, but that, that am I? That this line jumped out to me. Did I mean when you first looked at this line? What was your what was your thought? Because three and a half points for Jags to I mean, in what world should I mean, be? this is the first time I'm looking at it, and it's a, a little sh- it's a like, little shady to me, but typically that doesn't go our they way. They played so. uh, the the Jags and the Texans played week one. Uh, Texans won 37-21 on September twelfth. Yeah, that's right. The Texans came out kind of, and I'm getting three and a half points this time. Yeah. I tend to like the Texans. Uh, this it. might just be one that comes back and burns you, though. I, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I, I can't imagine that this team, that this Jags team, could rally around Urban Meyer at this stage of the season the way he's acting. It's up to four and a half. <laughs> do you want to give today's quote? What? Oh yes, I do. <laughs> Josh Lambeau, the cut kicker. Who I thought was a decent kicker for uh, for a while um, was cut by the Jags back in August. Urban Meyer uh, had an exchange with him, according to Josh. What what was that exchange, KB? Um, oh shoot, I didn't have it ready. I'm sorry. Let me pull it up. Come on, man. <laughs> Josh Lambeau, I'm in a lunch position, left leg forward, right leg back. Urban Meyer, while I'm in that stress position, comes up to me, says, hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks, and kicks me in the leg. (laughs) (laughs) It certainly wasn't as hard as he could have done it, but it certainly wasn't a love tap, Lambeau said. Truthfully, 
I'd register it a five out of ten. Which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not, the boss can't strike an employee. And for a second, I couldn't believe it actually happened. Pardon my vulgarity, I said. Uh, Lambo said to him, don't you ever fucking kick me again. And Nervmeyer said, I'm the head ball coach. I'll cook you whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> While I don't... is <laughs> a dick, dude. While I don't agree with kicking him... I don't agree with. I don't disagree with what Urban had to say. To Dude, that's. Hilarious. I have no love loss for any kickers. Uh, you know, they're not football players to me. Um, <laughs> I guess in the workplace you do have to be respectful. I guess, but even in this industry, which is you know, we we're. I mean, we're getting movies. Hey, dipshit. We're we're trying to find feel good stories in movies. Um, coming from coming off the hills of Bounty Gate, for God's God. sake. <laughs> so, um, that's like I said this other why don't they just go ahead and fire him and try to salvage some momentum going into the next season? Because it seems like everyone is just miserable in Jacksonville. You know who I, I think would be a good coach for this Jags team? Who I think Doug Peterson would be good, a Maybe. good fit for Trevor Lawrence. Anyone but Urban. I mean, this is bad. I've not seen. I mean, I've not seen many situations worse myself. I mean, I've I've only been closely, closely. I mean, it gets it gets worse from a week to week basis. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just a. It's it's spiraling out of control right now. Trevor Lawrence last week before the last get funnier and funnier. Trevor I mean, Lawrence from last week. He he said that a uh, James Robinson needs the ball more. He said that like midweek. Yes, he does. He's on my fantasy team. Feed him, feed him. He had six carries for four yards. Yes, I know. <laughs> he's the uh, best player. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's the best player on offense. Yeah, I, I feel bad for our guy Josh Allen down there. It's, yeah, he might make a Pro Bowl as a you know. He's, I mean, he's I mean one player. guy has to make it. So. Yeah, that's true. Um. I'll, I'll go. I'll go Texans here, but this line is shady to me. It is. It's shady. It makes me nervous. But give me the Texans. Cardinals, Lions, um, Lions. Uh, got a got beat down pretty bad. They were dealing with some COVID stuff, dealing with some injuries. Uh, Cardinals Monday night loss to the Rams. Kyler, Kyler struggled here. in that game. Yeah, a lot of points here, man, for a road team. Well. While it is a lot of points for a road team, the Cardinals are probably the best road team in the NFL. Yeah, they're uh, they're, they haven't, they haven't lost on the road. Um, they beat up on their team on these teams on the road. Uh, I know they went to Chicago a few weeks ago and handled that one, covered that spread. I don't see the Lions being competitive again here. Um, you know, I I don't believe in tanking in the NFL, but at some point, you know, Lions, you know, they're they don't even have to tank. They're just naturally bad. But uh, Cardinals have a chance to get right here. Their schedule, man, is blatantly weak, and I think that's why I can't buy them. Is it? Yeah, they the teams that they beat just aren't – they haven't beat anybody that good other yeah. than the Rams the first time. Let me see. I was wanting to pull up the home and away rating here. Um NFL home rating, the Arizona Cardinals are 17th in the league at a minus 2.6 point differential. On the road, Arizona is the best team in the league at a plus 17.5 point differential. That's crazy. Yeah, I I think they continue it here. Yeah. Um, Did they cover 13? 
It's a lot, man. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. I mean, I, I see it being... I'm on the Cardinals, too. I, but. I see it being 38-20. Well, Dan Campbell's... Uh, we'll see how the lines finish out. I think they're going to get one more win somehow. I just feel like Dan Campbell's going to have some tricks up his sleeve. He's pulling everything out of the back. He's I think try they'll get, get to... They'll play Chicago wins. again, who they should have beat the first time. Yeah, so. uh, I, think, I think Dan Campbell gets a second win before the season's over. Yeah, I like the Cardinals here. I think they keep up their road, uh, their road warriors. They'll keep it up. Falcons traveling to the Bay Area to play the Niners. wheeling and dealing 49ers. Falcons still in the playoff hunt. Um, got a big win against Carolina last week. I think a lot of people were on Carolina. Yep. Um, Falcons just continue to find ways to win in this wacky 2021 NFL season. 49ers laying nine and a half at home. I think it's a lot of points. Yeah, um, that was my initial thought. Yeah, um, Kyle Shanahan playing his old team and the I Falcons. The, I saw the Niners don't aren't like a blowout team. You know, they're like yeah. a they win this game by six. Other than when they blasted the Rams. Yeah, they, they they've been right since then. That was their get right game. Yeah, but, they but they and they did lose the the Seattle game, but Falcons. Um, I think they can keep this under the nine and a half. I think they can too. I I think you know I could see them losing by by touchdown a two-point conversion here um I, i'm gonna go with the falcons um i'm not willing to put 49ers over not by nine and a half over anybody i think they're good i'm Don't on think the niners great. for now as the home team but i could see myself flipping uh come come game time especially if it got above that 10 if if the if it goes to like 10 10 and a half I don't see how you could lay. With the, Falcons with the have been competitive in the games that people thought they were going to lose. I mean, yeah. they. I think two weeks ago they were eleven point dogs to the Bucks and they ended up losing by thirteen. So, mm-hmm. um, I think they can continue it here. Uh, Kyle Pitts should have a pretty strong game. Yep. Um, to Denver. Big game for my Bengals. Yep, it is. Uh, they need this one to stay in the hunt, stay in the playoff race. Uh, Lost they should be in the division game. They should be straight. in the division for the for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um. I see that going down to the wire. Broncos blew out the t- the Lions last week. Uh, wasn't close. Never was close. That was the one game I picked right. Rest in peace, one Demarius game. Thomas. Yeah. R.I.P. For sure. Uh, you know, it came up in an era. You know. In the last 10 years or so, I think you could say he's one of the top five receivers in the NFL, um, yeah. you know, for what he did. Um, I, you know, had some really good seasons under Peyton. Has one of the all-time plays of all time. From uh, Tim Tebow, yeah, yeah. Tebow to Thomas in the playoffs. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, really sad story there. Um, I think the Broncos can continue to rally around that a little bit. Um, I think Javante Williams will come out and run the ball strong. Teddy's just – serviceable as hell. I want to say that the Bengals are a better team, but I'm having a hard time trusting them at this point. Um, just, you know, a couple of duds. Uh, they didn't look particularly well against the 49ers until late. Yeah. I think they were out physical. It's moving towards the, because it was one and a half, now it's two and a half, so it's moving towards the Broncos. Um, I, uh, I'm always a homer in this situation, but I've, We've got to have a win as a thing. Like we're it's playoff hopes alive here. So we've we've lost two straight. Could have won last week. Give me Cincy. We got to We have to win. Have to win. Screw covering. We got to win. Got to win the game. Yeah, uh, I'll take the Broncos here. I think uh, I, I just worry about. I, I don't. 
I don't particularly think Zach Taylor is that good of a coach. Yeah, there were some bonehead decisions uh, this past week for sure. So we we need to we need him at his best the, this last few weeks. We're trying to make playoffs, man, and no one expect I, no one expected us to be here. I don't even know if we expected to be here. Uh, I think this a, added. Ex- I think this extra playoff spot, probably the the turmoil going on with the Browns and then the, you know, the injuries with the the Ravens. Ravens yeah. is probably the reason why you're here. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't expect us to win this many games. Is kind of what's uh, you know the record that we have. Yeah, I, I would have expected anywhere from five to six. I think. Yeah. Um, they're sitting at seven right now, right? Um. I think. Yeah, I think that's Seven right. Seven and six? I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, you know, still in the hunt for wild cards, still in the uh, division race, obviously. Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos here, though. Um, Broncos are also in that wild card race. They are, yeah. Packers at, uh, traveling to Baltimore. Um, not sure if Lamar Jackson's going to play. Yeah. Uh, I would say his status is up in the air. Packers kind of reeling a little bit there. I'd say if he gets ruled out, this line will jump to seven or eight Packers. So if you like the Packers, go ahead and snag it now while you can. Because once the Mars is ruled out, when you see this line going to eight, it's a five and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Lamar is probably worth about three points. Um, I think he'll be tough to contain if he's healthy. Um, I think you know I'm gonna I'm gonna cap this game the way I'm gonna cap it assuming that Lamar plays and if that's the case I think I'm gonna roll out the Ravens because uh, very rare that they come out and you know they didn't cover against Pittsburgh they do cover against Cleveland uh, mm-hmm. lost two in a row uh, you know they're they're in the thick of a division race Love Green Bay Green Love Bay can coach. stand a loss uh, I think Harbaugh will have these guys ready to play. They just they they find ways to be competitive this time of year. Um, I think they cover five and a half. Packers could get them in the end, but um, assuming Lamar Jackson plays, I'll go with the Ravens. I've got the Packers written in here. I'm gonna stick with them for now. I could definitely see myself flip flopping on this, but uh, I think the Packers are the best team in the league. I'm definitely pulling for them to make it to the Super Bowl over the Bucks out of the NFC. Um, if I have to pick, you know, pick a winner there, so uh, I'll roll the pack for now. Right, uh, to Los Angeles, uh, SoFi Stadium, Seahawks traveling to the Rams. Um, Seahawks playing better. Russell Wilson's been uh, much improved the last couple of weeks. Two teams yeah. um, very familiar with each other. I think uh, you know he could have made the case that um, this is one of the best rivalries in the NFL right now. This is the game that Wilson hurt himself earlier in the year. Okay. Yeah, that's where he went out with the finger, and we saw Geno. Uh, interesting game here. Rams definitely battling some COVID issues. I'm going to go through their injuries real quick. Uh, what did the Seahawks do this past week? Uh, they, they beat, beat up the... on Houston. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Rams COVID list. You had a good, uh, you called the over on that game. That was a good, good call. Yeah, I was a little worried about midway through the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, but they ended up pulling through. Linebacker Justin Hollins tied in Johnny Munt, tied in Jared Pinckney. Odell, Terrell Burgess, Bryson Hopkins, Jordan Fuller, Juju Hughes, Alaric Jackson, Jalen Ramsey, Rob Havenstein, Dante Dion, Daryl Henderson. So they'll be with uh, Sonny Michelle in the backfield if Daryl Henderson can't go. Uh, got held up pretty good against uh, Cleveland. 
or no, I'm sorry, Arizona on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Henderson's a more capable back here. Could be without Odell. That you know, uh, he's starting to come into his own. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's starting to fill fit in pretty nicely there. They're maybe not missing Robert Woods too much. Uh, Van Jefferson caught a long touchdown against Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup. I, I think right. his dad was the receivers coach for the Cardinals. Van that's Jefferson. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Cooper Cup's the best receiver in football right now. So, um. That dude's something else, man. Yeah. You think Cooper Cup and Devontae are probably your two best? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, this game's interesting. Divisional game. I feel like Russell Wilson's on his way out, but at the same time, they can find ways to win football games just whenever they're everybody thinks that they're ready to pack it in for the year. Um, I'll go with the Rams at home. I think that they think they have a realistic shot to go to the Super Bowl this year and win it. I think that's the expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to reel off some wins. Uh, I think that they could be in the driver's seat. They got a little bit of an easier schedule uh, than the Cardinals down the stretch, but they're still a couple games back. Um, maybe one and a half back, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Rams. Um, I got the Seahawks. I like. Uh, I think the Rams are the better team. But uh, I don't know. I think Pete Carroll's pulling out everything he's got right now to try to to have some kind of late season rally. I think he kind of senses the door closing on him. I think this is probably his last year in Seattle. Uh, it's definitely the last year of Seattle with Wilson and Pete Carroll. I would think. Uh, I don't see both of them returning, um, and I I don't have to win here. I got to cover, so I could I could see the Seahawks keeping this close. More a lot more pressure on the Rams. Seahawks are kind of just they're you know they have nothing to lose at this point. They just got to win. They just got to go crazy every game and try to win. So give me give me Seattle. All right. Plus the five. It's a lot of points. And to Sunday night, Saints traveling to the Bucks. Uh, Saints have had the Bucks number in recent memory. Uh, other than the playoff game last year, where obviously Tom. Led uh led the way over Drew Brees in his last game, um but the Saints did get a cover uh with um Trevor Simeon at the Superdome uh or just a few weeks ago I think it was Halloween day, um yeah I thought this game had happened before yeah, yeah. Buck, Bucks are firing on all cylinders uh Tom is still without um Antonio Brown uh Gronk is killing it. Just a animal. Looks like he's in his prime again. Um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are obviously there, and then you got playoff Lenny running the ball hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just they're a wagon man. They, I mean, I, I think they got to be your favorites at this point again. Yeah, uh, I hate to say it, but yeah, I mean, they look like the best team for sure. Yeah, um, it's them and the Packers for me. Ten and a half. I think uh, I think the Saints can go in there and make it a little competitive. They might for a little bit in the first half, uh, but I think the Bucks know what's in front of them. This is about the time where they started to turn it up last year, yeah. uh, heading into January, and knowing what's in front of them. Um, I'll go with the Bucks here. Uh, you know, I could see them winning by you know anywhere from ten to fourteen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna bet against the Bucks here. I, I like the Bucks. Even, yep. with the, even with the points. Can't do it again. Can't can't continue to do it because nope. they'll burn you. And into Monday night, 
the Minnesota Vikings coming off the mini by traveling to Chicago uh, to face Justin Field and the Justin Fields and the Bears and Matt Daigie. Uh, <laughs> this is an interesting one. Uh, Vikings still in the playoff hunt. I mean, half over half the league is still in the playoff hunt at this point. Um, Justin Fields played okay last week. I think this is a game they can go back and forth. Um, I'll take the Bears here at home. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that they can do enough. Uh, Dalvin Cook wasn't expected to play last Thursday and comes out and plays the best game he's ever played. Yeah. Had over 200 yards on the ground. Um Justin Jefferson's playing really well. Adam Thielen's still a part of the equation. And Kirk Cousins uh, is just solid. Um, he was solid last week. Yeah. I don't know what to make of the Bears. Uh, their Why coach... do the Vikings have so many primetime games? Yeah. Uh, I feel like they've been in primetime because well, they're entertaining, five dude. Times. They got yeah. Mr. Mr. Cousins behind center. Uh, they could, you know, every game's like a – it's like it's going to overtime. There's a game-winning touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, they're a mystery. I mean, turnovers and big mm-hmm. plays. Uh, I can see this being entertaining. And so I've got the Vikings written down here. I definitely can see your Bears pick too. Um, I'll stick. I'll stick with the Vikings. I think they're they're more talented. Uh, have a slightly better coach. Um, I won't say it's slightly better. I'll give Zimmer more than that. He's a better coach than Nagy. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll roll the Vikings. I, I like your Bears pick too, though, at the same time. Yeah, um, I just – it's a, again, it's just one of those Is times. Is Thielen out, out? I don't think so. He's I th- not. I think, he's, it, was a, it wasn't like a long-term injury. Yeah. Um, one of those things with the um, – with the Vikings this time of year, I just they become hard to trust to me, um, especially since Kirk Cousins has been there. I excuse me, I just uh, I can't buy it. Primetime Kirk Cousins again. They pulled. They yeah. got lucky with one last week. I don't think they do it again. I think the Bears keep it close. I would think that the Vikings win the game, but um, I hope they don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. We'll see. It looks to be an inter- it should be an entertaining Monday night game. Yep. So that'll be a fun one. Full slate, full football weekend. It's coming down to the wire. Uh, still got four more weeks after this, which is still really fun. Another month. Yeah. It's yep. not going by. T- yeah. It'll go by quick. But and then we got playoffs. Yep. Playoffs last what a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fun. Yep. Long season. It is. Yeah. It feel. I mean, obviously we get another week, but it just. Uh, Lot to lot to cover. Uh, first full slate that we've had probably since week three week, or week, week four three. Is the first week of buys. Yeah, yeah. so it's a lot of games. We were, I don't think we were doing this then. No. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's your NFL slate. Anything else? I don't think so. I uh, no. got a fun slap dick of the week, slap dick team of the week segment yeah. coming up, and we'll give you our locks. All right, slap dick team coming up next. Let's make sure we play like the fucking New York Jets and not some fucking slapdick team. That's what I want to see tomorrow. Do we understand what the fuck I want to see tomorrow? Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. And slapdick team of the week, we have landed on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They get down huge to the Minnesota Vikings, 23-0 at halftime. I think you said it got to 29. Um, Ben Roethlisberger overall is just a slapdick person. I hate his soul. Everything about him. Um, who else was it on the Steelers? 
Chase Claypool. Yeah, we quote we Man. quoted this on last week's show. Chase Claypool thought it was necessary to celebrate a first down when the Steelers had a chance to go tie the game, and um, he got a 15-yard taunting penalty called on him. How did he get down by 30 to the Vikings in the first place? Yeah, they they came out firing. Uh, just let just a complete lack of run defense is really what it was. To because Dalvin Cook was just out of this world. Played the best game he's ever played, as we just stated. Um, you know, I, I, they didn't cover. They could have backdoored it without Chase Claypool being, being a, a dick, being a slap dick. Yeah. And can we agree that Ben Roethlisberger is a slap dick human being? As a as a human, yes, yeah. I, I've always liked Ben as a quarterback. But uh. you, you, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't like Eli Manning, but he's not a bad person. I guess he did have a memorabilia scandal. That's <laughs> that's nothing to compare to what Ben is. Yeah, but he he he's beat up on the Bengals his entire career. He just looks like a dick, Ben. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like his face. <laughs> I hate him, dude. I mean, you know, you can you can bash him as a person. That's fine. Uh, you know, he, it's well, it's well. He's definitely earned that. But main main theme: don't go down to by thirty to the Vikings. He's a he's a top fifteen quarterback of all time. <sighs> Ugh, it makes me want to puke. It is what it is. Don't get down by thirty to the Vikings. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. I and mean, don't dance I, on a first down. I plot. I see. We're trying uh, to tie the game. It. This was a really Jeez. hard pick uh, because you know the bad teams just lost really bad, so it's like kind of hard to pick a slap dick team. But the Steelers are you know at least respectable. They don't have losing seasons, but for them to get down thirty to nothing is uncharacteristic. Um, they did yeah. have a chance to backdoor it, but that man, I know, bet that, Tomlin in that locker room was something to watch. Yeah, and then Ooh. Chase Chase Claypool kind of plays the yeah, you know. Dismissal the funniest part, part about that is he had just come off talking about uh, Tomlin's practices needing to be more fun, and Tomlin was like, "I'll be the coach, you be the receiver, more buddy." Fun. Yeah, what is this? This isn't Pee Wee football, Chase. Get out of here, bro. You're playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Heinz Ward would. <laughs> like, come on, curl. Guy. He would roll you up in a ball. Santonio Holmes is looking at you like, what? Um, Lynn Swan and John Stallworth are laughing at you. Terry Bradshaw's being weird on the pregame show. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a weirdo, dude. He's gotten to where he's just a weird guy. <laughs> he does act weird on that show. I think. I think he's just old, man. <sighs> he's, it's a, it's, it's a, a, it's a weirdness to it. It's for a me. CTE. Um. Locks, one lock college, one lock NFL. I've been seeing. Hold on, just saying. I've been seeing this weird, weird. I've been seeing this uh this post going around on Facebook, and it's like quarterback uh roughing the passer hits are a lot different than they used to be. Oh yeah, and it's a uh, Lamar Jackson getting like lub tapped, and they call yeah. it. They throw a flag, and then the other one is Terry Bradshaw just taking a a full blown German <laughs> suplex yeah. on the. Back in the seventies, yeah, different time, dude. For sure, for yeah, sure. Those pads got got yeah. protect the got protect the the franchise though back no there. Doubt. So, um, locks, locks, uh, bowl games. I kind of referenced to. It. I like Minnesota. 
Um, I think they're just a better team than West Virginia. Covering the four against West Virginia. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. And then in the NFL this week, uh, kind of a tough slate, but um, I think the Bills should roll the Panthers. Um, They've lost two in a row. They're one of the better teams in the NFL. I I think they figured it out, and they – The Panthers are dying. They play up to their talent. Even though, you know, the Bills, they play down to – to their competition. That's a bit of a risk there, laying ten and a half points on your lock. I respect it. Yeah. Um, uh, my college lock. Uh, I love Iowa State. Like I said, big senior class going out. They're gonna want to uh, play extremely hard. I think Clemson is what they are. They've had a bad offense all year. Uh, Dabo Sweeney, I think, has been making a few slapdick comments um, uh, the past week or so. I think he needs to embrace the changes, or Clemson's gonna get dusted. They are out their offensive coordinator, out their defensive coordinator. Uh, love, love, love Iowa State minus one and a half. And my other uh, my NFL lock is the Browns plus one and a half. I don't care that all their team's out. Um, they're at home. The Raiders are not playing good down the stretch. And this line has moved eight points. That's just too many points. It's so many points. I've gone from a seven-point favorite to a point-and-a-half dog. Uh, give me the Browns plus a point-and-a-half. That's my lock. I think your college game's a little a little risky um, to go against, but I, you know I understand it. I, I did pick Iowa State, but um, you know risky to lock it up there. Uh, we'll the see. Browns, yeah. uh, I, you know I don't trust it. But um, uh, my locks have been pretty good. I was two for two the last week. My uh, pick, my lock last week, uh, I'm like two weeks ago, but my lock this past week was the Bills. That was just a bad beat. Uh, so I'm I'm feeling good about my locks here. So I'd like to go another two for two. Okay. Um, follow us at BG Betting Podcast on Twitter. Or it's at BG Betting Pod is the is the handle. Correct. My yeah. bad. Um, follow me on the Action Network at Kakumbas fifty one. That's K E K E M B A S fifty one. Uh, you can follow my plays. I I list all my plays there. Um, Kakumbas kind of originates from Hardball. I don't know if you remember yeah. the movie Hardball, RIPG sure. Baby. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. I've tried to use the Action Network. Uh, I just, I don't, it's kind of weird to navigate. I just don't like the app that much. I love it, dude. Yeah. Uh, Green I, Dot Nation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our show. You have anything else? Uh, nope. That's all I had for this one. Uh, Merry hope Christmas. Have a great week. Yeah, yeah Merry Christmas. Sure. Happy Hanukkah. Happy keep trails, the, Hans. Keep the change, you filthy animals. Yep, all the great quotes. I think my son has had us watch I'm on one and I'm on two like sixty-seven times. I can't write, wait to rock my uh, uh, wet bandits Christmas sweater. Yeah. That I, bought. I have the same one. Yeah, uh, pretty excited. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's our show. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Happy Bowl season.